Knowing Right, Doing Wrong. A short story written by Wallace Riddle and read by Lee Lowry. Do you think anyone has ever done that? I mean, knowing right but doing wrong? Why, heck, Keener Sneed did it all the time. Keener was sort of the town character. Nothing he did or didn't do was taken too seriously. Why, he could stand on the corner of Main Street and play like he was a saved soul, preaching the fire and damnation, awaiting the wayward soul. Repentance was the only way out of this pit, and he would work in some kind of offering that they could show their change of heart. A policeman would eventually stroll by and break it up without raising his voice, because everyone knew Keener would do things like that, and it was harmless. Hopefully, by the time the policeman interrupted his pitch, he would already have a token of the sinner's repentance offering. Then he could send them on their way with a simple, Go and send no more. Keener was an informed man who kept up with everything going on in town and everyone who was doing the going on. Most of his knowledge came from observing and talking to those who would listen to him. Then there was the afternoon local paper, which was a treasure cove of local information. He could always find an abandoned paper on one of the park benches scattered throughout the downtown area. He would spend at least an hour under the shade of a dogwood tree that usually offered some relief from the hot rays of the afternoon sun. It was also a welcome chance to give his feet some rest from walking the concrete sidewalks all morning. Today, the thing that caught his eye was a Walmart advertisement that announced a new product a revolutionary new underwear design and material that was far superior to anything ever known. It was the introduction of a lady's underwear guaranteed to stay fresh and cool all day. The material had a feel that caressed the skin and never rubbed or bunched or shrank. The material was also treated with a mysterious chemical that would repel odor and not itch. The shape had been designed to be so free and light that you would hardly notice that you were wearing them. The ad said they were just $17.99 a pair, but they only had them for women. The men's underwear was supposed to be available by the end of the month. This intrigued them as he laid the paper aside and started thinking what it would be like to own a pair of these fine underwear once they got the men's underwear in stock. Maybe they would not live up to the hype in the ad. He decided then that he would mosey on out to the mall and check out these new ladies' underwear. As he walked the two-mile stretch, he saw Gertie Mae Pilpot just ahead. Calling out to his friend, she stopped. They waved, and he signaled for her to hold up. Gertie Mae Pilpot was the town's female version of Keener Sneed. She, too, lived day to day, and people in the community seemed to know when she needed a little help. As a pair, they were a sight. Their clothes could not hide the constant wear. They would find occasions to bathe and wash their garments at the laundromat normally during the wee hours of the morning when most of us were asleep. There was a certain fountain on the back side of the park that some said would be a primary shower facility. Not together, mind you, because each of them made sure they gave each other their proper space. As they walked along, Keener brought up his purpose for his trip to Walmart. She asked some questions and seemed truly interested. So, they both soon found themselves in the ladies' lingerie section at Walmart. 
Gertie was the first to locate the new underwear and was holding a pair high in the air to get a good view of how they were made and tested the stretch of the fabric. Keener looked around and not seeing any other customers made his way over to Gertie. They both had comments and questions. Finally, Gertie Mae said she was going to try on a purple pair so she could really feel the difference and off to the changing closet she went. Keener looked around the rows of tables and garments hanging racks to see if anyone had noticed them and quietly wandered out of the ladies' lingerie section over to the men's shoe area where he waited for Gertie's return. He kept an eye out for Gertie and eventually she emerged with a big smile on her face. Keener hurried over and inquired how they felt. She replied, Wonderful! Just wonderful! Keener perked up and asked where the undies were, and Gertie replied, I've got them on, and I think I'm going to keep them on. Keener hastened to remind her that they cost $17.99. Gertie then told him of her plan to just walk out of the store with them on. It was then that Keener had one of his more weakened moments. He stuttered and said, Would you hide a pair in your underwear for me so I can see if I want a pair of men's underwear when they come out in the next month? Well, Gertie was more than willing to invite Keener into her covert plan to lift the underwear, and they discussed how he could best be a diversion. Keener chose a tan color, so it would be more manly and different from Gertie's purple undies, and she returned to the changing closet. The tension was building, and they could not help but giggle when she emerged from the changing closet. They moved out of the lingerie section while they were still alone. It was decided that she would take Keener's arm, and they would calmly walk down to the grocery area and out the main exit door. They were to talk to each other and laugh and act as if they didn't have a care in this world. They would be the picture of a perfect couple. When I came into Walmart, I did not know where to find the sports department as I wanted to buy some shotgun shells for the upcoming bird season. Looking over the racks of merchandise, I was able to see a sign hanging from the ceiling, Sporting Goods. I wanted to just get my shells and head home. So I headed straight for the Sporting Goods sign, zigzagging back and forth through the aisles. It was while I was negotiating this maze of aisles that I suddenly saw Keener and Gertie in the ladies' lingerie area. I knew them both, more by reputation than direct contact, but both of them together in the ladies' lingerie area stopped me dead in my tracks. I took a step back so that I was just looking through some merchandise and out of their sight. Occasionally I would have to pretend I was looking at merchandise on the shelves to be inconspicuous to other shoppers working their ways through the aisles. What in the world were they up to? I was hooked. I just had to see this through. They were talking about a purple pair of ladies' undies. Then she went into one of the little rooms where you try on things for fit. She could barely get through the door. Keener walked away, but he kept an eye, kept eyeing that door she went into. When she came back out, he rushed over and they talked. I know she did not have those undies in her hands when she emerged. Pretty soon, she took a tan pair back into the room. When she came back out, she was giggling, and so was Keener. Again, she did not bring the tan undies back out. Then they departed, 
and I had to follow them. I felt like a sleuth, but I was having fun watching them as this plot thickened. They walked over to the groceries and up and down one aisle, then arm in arm, headed straight for the exit. They were shoplifting those ladies' underwear, and I had seen the whole thing unfold. What a treasure of a moment. I almost forgot about why I was in Walmart in the first place. So I headed back towards the sporting goods sign again, but this time I stayed within the main aisles. I know I had a smile on my face the whole time and was glad that I didn't see anyone I knew. I didn't want to explain what put this smile on my face. When I got home, I wrote an anonymous letter to the store manager and along with two $20 bills saying, I had forgotten to pay for two ladies' underwear, one tan and one purple. It just seemed like the right thing to do.